<laughs> Prepare your spells. Sharpen your blade. Keep your quiver full and your wits about you. You are now lost in the multiverse. Hello, welcome to Lost in the Multiverse, book three. Yay! That's the third one of all of them. Uh, yeah, we're, we're very excited to, to jump straight into the stories. We should start and let everyone introduce themselves, starting with, uh, oh, you got some food in your mouth, huh? Mm-hmm. Just going to chew that up. Yep. Just going to chew that up real good. Uh, just going to get you to chew that. Someone else, right maybe? The, just right up. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, so we've already started mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're in too deep. We're in way too deep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Sam Haft. I am a comedian. You know who I am by now. It's book three. <laughs> um, and I play Thrak Two-Fist, who has... Two of them, and he is a half orc cleric, and he's a he's he's a big strong guy. Actually, he's a half orc cleric who has been training recently with a fighter, oh. and so now he's got a little bit of that little bit of that fighter juice in him. Oh, I don't like what you just said. <laughs> no, like that. All right, it's too late. It's too late. It's there. No takesies backsies. Oh, well, there. the shippers, I'm sure, are very happy about. <laughs> I am Jesse Nowak. I'm an actor, voice actor, purse, writer, person. Um, I play Daxton the Strong. Oh. It's very cute seeing that. I'm oh, really good. I'm very happy. Yeah. He was a human fighter. Is it probably an important thing? I'm a, I'm a fighter human. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Brandy Ball, I'm a comedian, and I'm playing Lilith Lunafira, who's a tiefling monk. Tight. And new co-parent. With new co-parent. Yeah! <laughs> Yay! That's right. I'm also, except she's I still isn't taken. I'm also a mother to the baby, <laughs> uh, Squig, who you guys will, you'll meet him. Then. They've already met him by this point. Yeah, but do will again. So that's happening. Hi, I'm still Kathy. I'm still Kathy Humes, and I'm also a comedian, and I'm Nella Sethrill to have Elf Road. Oh, oh, good. I just we've all done we've all done so <laughs> good at this one. Uh, this season we have a very special guest uh, featuring with us, uh, Yudoye Travis. You know, you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Hello, hello. I am Yudoye Travis, host of the Dark Tank podcast, also a comedian. I will be using the N word gratuitously. <laughs> <laughs> I see fit, <laughs> and only when I know it will make people uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Not now to build suspense. <laughs> uh, don't you your character a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, do you your character a little bit? Oh yeah, my character, his name is Bladesley. He's a, he's a robot with a sword. Hell yeah. Part pirate, part Raven Simone. Which will be explained. I also have a boat, a ship, you could say. Yeah. That's what a boat is called when it's in space. And or in the best, the television show Firefly. Or in Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now that the microphone's closed, do I need to take all no, that? No, no, no. no we good. We got Can we go back to what I we said, nigga? We got it. You get all that? Yeah, well, we got it for safety. Now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that way if we have to patch it in anyway. Yeah, we're going to do it. We need to do any pickups. Yeah, well, got plenty more in. Okay, cool. We'll just, I guess just, I guess just real quick. Um, 
Edgy. Edgy. Do you guys want to play D&D? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just, just play some D&D. Yeah, sure. yeah. Just want to play some, <laughs> want to play some D&D? Do we yeah. have to? No, you don't have to. <laughs> you can just sit there while the rest <laughs> of us play. <laughs> All right, we're last. We saw our heroes. They uh, <laughs> they defeated Cecil Beholder DeMille, the ancient evil uh, filmmaking beholder who uh, threatened to just make some bad media and kill the team. There was more to it than that, but you know, listen to the fucking episode, I guess. Um, it's been it's been. Uh, I wanted yes, to say it, I wanted to say an actual Sorry. amount of time, and then I realized I have to say one week. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. Since <laughs> you listened to the last episode of Lost of the Maldivers. Uh, it's been one week since their adventure with uh, with Cecil. And I'm just sort of curious before we jump in to um, jump into the extra planner HQ. I'm curious what the team has been up to. Um, when last we saw Nellis, and she said she had to blow off some steam, and she sort of disappeared uh, mysteriously. What has what has Nellis been up to in this week? Uh, Nellis just been trying to reconnect with her roots a little bit, so she took a little road trip back to Phaeton. Okay. And. Uh, you know, just like went to some of the old taverns and saw some of the old like street thieves she grew up with, and you know, she's just she's been she's been feeling a little challenged by this whole parenthood thing. You've been a parent for like four days. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm super happy about all of this, by the way. So you have to roll play around this, Brady. You don't know this. It was an unexpected responsibility that okay. kind of fell in my lap, and uh, so I decided to just go like kind of on a better for a couple days. Oh, good. Great. All right. What has Lil been up to this week? Oh, you know, raising my child. Yeah, how's uh, that? You tell me about some of the difficulties. Great. And I'll say this, in, in this in this week, uh, Squigs has grown considerably, like Aww. even much, much more than you would have anticipated. So what, what started as sort of the, the size of, I would say, sort of a thumb is now sort of the size of a whole hand. And I'm I'm going to only describe it in, in terms of similes regarding hands. So when Squig is much bigger, he'll, he'll be the size of like 10 hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just one hand now. They literally measure horses that way. It's very do they? strange. Yeah, yeah, they do. Of course you know. But in, in yeah. height. I, I have oh. the horse girl. Of course yes. you know that. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm canonically the horse girl of this. <laughs> oh, she's turned into a weird fetish thing. <laughs> oh, so it's not just like a Lisa Frank like painting of a. It, it yeah. becomes like a. How fuckable is this horse? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. Those hot Lisa Frank horses are about. I what are you talking Okay. You're the only person who has introduced that they are hot into this conversation. But also, I feel like now what started what I imagined to be a Nellis thing is starting to sound more like a Kathy thing. <laughs> Listen. Uh-huh. Some people know how to commit to a bit. Some people don't. Oh, that's sure. Uh, how, tell me about your, your tell me about raising squig. What does that look like? I imagine the sort of the, the uh, growth spread has caught you off guard. Yeah, and it's a little stressful. You know, squigs is changing into stuff all the time. Sometimes I get the kid mixed up with like a hairbrush or, you know, who knows if it's my child or if it's just Yeah, it's a for sure eating some of your hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, I got a little, a little thin patch oh, in the back. Oh, you got a little thin patch. 
Uh, Squigs is a is a baby mimic, so it's a creature, it's a shape shifting creature that I gathered. All right, just probably make sure. It's also really cute, and we have a lot of cute little drawings. Kathy did a really good drawing of Squigs. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, how would you know what to draw? Well, so a mimic in its base stat is sort of sort of like a little puddle of slime with like a brain in it, and then wait, so what is Can we say jizz with a raisin in it? I would describe it as cum with a raisin in it. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. Doesn't sound cuter than that description. <laughs> it does look like cum. <laughs> All right, I mean, now, I try to... I'll wait to get back to it. Because you need to. Oh, we didn't spill coffee. Just put it everywhere. What? That's yeah. weird. It's crazy how yeah. you can walk by this without spilling coffee everywhere. Kathy. Listen. Uh huh. Eat my. Nope. <laughs> Bagel. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Okay, uh, now specifically Thrak and Daxton at the end of the last uh, episode uh, went back to, to Boldhaven together. Now I imagine there's a couple things, there's a couple things of sort of conversations that I'd love to see or sort of scenes that I'd love to see. Um, if you want, I I, I I know that Daxton was shithoused when Thrak made this arrangement. So. Oh yeah, I woke up in Thrak's house, remembered what I promised him and said shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Um, I guess just tell me what that training looks like. I'd love to sort of I'd love to see that. Well, first things first, uh, we have a super dope tag team move now. Oh, good. Yeah, it's called the Thrax Hammer. Okay, and mm-hmm. actually, no, really quickly, sorry to cut you off. Um, if, if Dax is gonna be Dax and the Strong in the pits, does he need some sort of mask or helmet or some sort of identifying that's thing? That's up to Dax. That's up to Dax, and we talked about this a little bit, but how, if Dax is fighting under his actual name in the pits, does he, is he knowing that uh, that the pit fighting is sort of scratch cast across Gear Guard? What does that mean in terms of your, uh, your sort of uh, fighting ID? Well, we tried different things. I had a mask at one point, but it kept like flying off, so that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> okay. Especially with our tag team move. Um, but uh, I think eventually we just settled on a nice bandana scarf around my mouth. Oh, that's cool. But also, no one can super understand B. Right. So I kind of want to replace Which it with something else. Is, it might be for the best at times. <laughs> well, you I'm do just have a bummer, good catchphrase. So. Hey, Gumbo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Gumbo. Catch they assume I said something cool. Sure. <laughs> can I just ask, is Thrak and Daxon supposed to sound like Jack and Daxter? <laughs> that sort of happens. Okay. We, we stumbled upon that one. Okay. <laughs> I've been sitting on it since season one. Well, great. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'd like to describe the Thrax Hammer. Please, please do. We, uh, in fact, here's combined if, if instead of that. Can I just ask real quick? Can you just paint me a, a picture of an actual fight where this happens? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that instead. Okay. So tell me about. I imagine you've had a couple. Imagine you've had a couple of matches together, and and I think Dax, you've sort of taken a little bit more of a backseat just to sort of watch how Thrax does this, and also you to sort of explain to him. Uh, you know, he's used to fighting in a certain way, and if you're going to be training him to fight to correct with, his with form. a sword and yeah. fix his form and actually learn how to fight like a fighter, I imagine you're sort of you're taking notes, but also just you don't, maybe the first time you just sort of killed someone immediately and the crowd was like, that's not fun or cool to watch, and so you're sort of watching how Thrak does it in showmanship, so you're, while you are training him, I imagine you're sort of learning from each other here a yeah. little bit. Yeah, Thrak's biggest problem, I think, was just that he's very excited. Like, he just kind of goes into it without thinking about positioning and where the sword is going to go. Mm-hmm. So you can kill someone immediately, which is cool, but also maybe slow down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas my ethos is I want to kill someone so hard their family can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually when you kill someone, their family does feel it. No, but like... <laughs> But like, physically. Physically. <laughs> physically. <laughs> physically. Like, That's what he meant. Yeah. 
Okay, so paper, that's it. This is a, a episode four or five fights in. This is okay. The crowd is pretty into. They were sort of unsure about Thrax's new tag team rebrand. Okay. Um. So there was like a smaller guy and a bigger guy, and the smaller guy was like sort of like a like an eldritch caster. Okay. And you know how Daxton and I get about nerds, right? I do know. Hate him. Yeah. We we beat that. We beat him to a literal pulp. Right. And then the bigger guy was like, "Oh my friend," <laughs> and got like really pissed off because they're they're a barbarian. Right. They went into a rage. Yeah. They went into a rage, mm -hmm. and that's when we organically came up with the Thrax Hammer. Okay. Which is a combination of Daxton the Strong's trip attack. Okay. And Thrax. Just overwhelming brutality. <laughs> okay. So it's the it's happens simultaneously where the trip attack happens, gets them off their feet, and then like finding a target midair, whack-a-mole style, Rack comes down with his weapon on their head, bopping their head literally into the dirt. Like, like underground into the ground. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you ever do that from the position of someone like up in the air and you do that, uh, then that's the heart attack, which was the heart foundation's finishing move, which is also very good. Right. Oh, we yeah, you thought yeah, of that yeah. too. Right. <laughs> you sweep the leg, and while they're in midair falling, you hit them in the head. Yeah. Great. Sometimes the head just explodes, and that's awful to look at. Yeah. Well, very bad to see. But very fun for Thrak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, sounds um, like that Dudley Boys move. <laughs> they slam you through a table together. The 3D, yeah, yeah 3D through 3D. a table. But then the face handkerchief is useful because it doesn't get on my mouth, which yeah, you is don't awful. Get that. Look, we can all agree that wrestling moves, there are only so many moves you can do. <laughs> There's a limited number of moves this is physically. You just name it a different thing and people love it. Yeah. Um, okay, so you pull this move off for the first time. I'd love to see, I'd love to see your sort of your post-fight breakdown. I'd love to see any sort of comments that, uh, I mean, what are you, what are you teaching Thrak? Would you... I'm teaching him mainly like positioning. Oh, I mean, stuff. actually, let's actually let's actually have that right now. Sure. Okay. Yeah. How was my footwork on that? Dude. I really think when I when I put my right leg back a little bit, it, it helps the the sort of the brain jelly get a much nicer, more even spread. It definitely did. I have nothing bad to say about that. Um, no, you're doing a lot better. Uh, you've learned to slow down and think for a second, which is good. We had to work on that for a bit. Thanks. I don't normally like teamwork because I did kill my last partner, who was also my father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you keep mentioning that. Whose name was Muck Iron Face, in case I got that wrong in the last episode. <laughs> Just a quick reminder. Wow, what a, what a tasteful retcon. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> one of those things you forget and then you make up. Like most things. <laughs> like your father's name. <laughs> you know what? Uh, one thing. Who can remember their father's name? That's I, why I can. <laughs> one thing I'd suggest is say, say fighter juice less. I feel like that's a yucky thing to say. Fighter juice? Yeah, you keep saying I've that. you fighter juice flowing through me. Yeah, I know. I hate that. I hate that a lot. If we could just cut down on the fighter juice. It's coming out of my pores. That'd be oh. Fighter juice in all my holes. Oh, I, yep. I hate that a lot. I hate that. My, um, anyway, you're doing great. Uh, surprisingly better than I thought you would. You know, I, I'll let you in on a little secret. I, I kind of hate magic. <laughs> no, what? I, know that, I know that's most of my whole deal. But that's your whole thing. It feels like kind of a nerd thing to do. Like, well, yeah, I get, like, is. look, I do the magic thing because it's, it's like, it has a religious significance for me. But it's also like, like that's how nerds fight. Nerds fight with magic. Uh -huh. I'm, a, I'm a cool guy. Right. Yeah, so that's, that's why I work out so much. I feel like it's much more 
less nerdy to just yeah get, get that fire juice flowing fire juice <laughs> yep are we just out of curiosity are you still doing the the fighter archetype that we talked about yes okay good so that yeah. that can come up and oh yeah i'm i'm sure that it's going to Great. i'm gonna be like ah mm-hmm. cool anything else that uh you wanted to to run through in terms of that training by this point thrak has taken a level in fighter so he's sort of a starter Starting fighter, he has some new abilities from that. Um, let's, let's, uh, I can't wait to show the team the Thrax Hammer. Yeah. yeah which I'll we be- invented and no one's ever done before. No one's ever done it before. <laughs> Thank you for letting me stay in your house. Oh, I, I think it belongs, I might be a ward of the state. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we should leave, I think. What even is private property? <laughs> I think we're squatting. We should this conversation is Listen, in- the working class. <laughs> this conversation is interrupted. As you say, the working class is interrupted uh, by the familiar sort of the, the, the weird being pulled out of this dimension field that you're very familiar with at this point. Uh, both Lilith and Nellis, you're also sort of pulled uh, from wherever you are currently. Um, I imagine Lilith's parents will still have to grab Swig and pocket. Yeah, but you've actually just grabbed a regular hairbrush, and you see the hairbrush move, and you gotta do, like, a quick whoopsie. <laughs> whoopsie switcheroo. Um, yeah, as you show up in the very familiar uh, extra planar HQ, um, you're in the room alone at first. V's not even there. It's just sort of the four of you. Um, what do you do? What's cracking? <laughs> Spoles. Hey, I like that. I know I like that. That's my fit. What it, have you been? Uh, what it, what have you been doing? And we we've been we've been doing some cool things. Have you have you been watching the scries? Have you been watching the scries of Dax and the Strong? Uh, I think I might have missed it. What what happened? Oh, he's getting super strong, and I'm getting super strong. It's like a whole fighter juice situation. I'm just full, I'm just I'm just leaking it. I'm sorry. Well, I tried I, to get him to stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> to fighter stop leaking juice? the fighter juice. To stop saying fighter juice. No, you like, know, like, sweat you know, like, or... when you're like, you know, you get super pumped up and like full of fighter juice. Right. It's been g- missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. Don't it's hey, okay. uh, Did you miss uh, your child? I sure did. Oh my gosh. Squigs, come here. And I like try to do the like dead Squigs dad. Squigs like... out of Brady's pocket and I'm it's like, like cocks whatever you imagine its head is at you. I'm like, look, I got you this, and I like roam into my pockets <laughs> and like pull out like like a copper coin, and I'm like, this copper that I definitely didn't just pull out of my pocket. It's, wow, maybe you shouldn't say that. Special just for you, and I like go over and give it to Squig, and Squig like turns into another copper coin. Squig actually turns into a, because of that size-wise, Squig turns into sort of uh, what looks like a pile of copper coins. Nice. Aww, it's so cute. And I like it's it. It's really I'm heavy in my pocket. And I like, I'm like, oh, oh. wait, doesn't change, Brandy. Like, I'll take it, I'll take it. And I like, you know, I take on Squig because I've been out of town. Got it. You know. So this is happening on a weekend is what we're saying. Uh, <laughs> weekend. Oh, no, she gave up her weekend. Yeah, oh, she gave up her weekend. Yeah. Okay. Nellis is kind of like a weekend dad, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, that cancels the weekends. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, you're standing in this room, and there is a sort of a pop, the filter pop, usually happens when V shows up, but standing in the sort of the, the small smoke cloud is not V. It's another 
uh, member of that race, of that uh, the Majesty, who again silver skinned and sort of metallic horns. Uh, he is wearing just uh, just a pristine white tuxedo. Um, yep. No, they're all very fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> and he he sort of looks the four of you up and down, and just sort of shakes his head and just stares at you. Do we do we fight this guy? <laughs> oh, you would you would die immediately if you fought me. Oh, you're making me want to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stop you from trying to fight me, but I will kill you immediately. Thrak, remember what we said. Hang on, Thrak. Just hang on. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Who are you? Oh, you're just going to ask who I am without introducing yourselves first. Hmm? Um, we didn't come here. That makes sense. You do seem well, we assume we, like his team. You know who we are. Your V's team, yes? Yeah. Hmm. Sure. All right. That makes sense. The fucking Justice Warriors. <laughs> and you are... My name is Vox. I'm one of the Majesty, just like V, except I haven't lost my spine since the glory days, as V has. Ooh. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the burn support, I guess. Enemy of my enemy. So he's just sort of sending around picking up his things, hmm? You, I mean, we're doing a lot of murders real good. Hmm. Doing a lot of killing. Solving problems through killing. Maybe fixing things through gratuitous murder. Just seems a little cheap. Of occasionally the You usually the innocent. Some mortals sort of deal with these issues. Well, what? we're super strong. I got fighting juice. Sure, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate, I hate it too. It's very bad. Well, I tell you what. You tell V. That Vox said, I don't know how long this plan is going to last. And um, I guess just for you all, you might meet some friends of mine on your way across all of these worlds. That sounds wow. menacing and right. bad. It sure is. And but he snaps why? his fingers and disappears. <laughs> and you're alone again. What do you do? Oh, cool. I already like him better than V. <laughs> Should we have fought that guy? I feel like he definitely would have made us dead really fast. Yeah. Um, that is interrupted by V, who does walk in behind you. Um, and he's like, you completely would have killed you all. Immediately. Did you watch all of I did. Dead? I didn't want to say hello, so I sort of just stayed out of the room. But oh, that's very funny. unpleasant, Tim, right? So what's that guy's deal? Oh, he's just like, sort of... This is incorrect, because it's not really how uh, uh, the majesty worked, but I guess you could call him a sibling of mine. Sort of. Okay. And you did We all sort of had the didn't same eat dad. each other in the womb? N no, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just didn't really come to me at the time, I suppose. Yeah, this guy's a nerd. Hey, come on. <laughs> I understand you're calling yourselves the fuck squad now. I think the fucking justice war, we were the social justice warriors, right. but then they started calling us the fuck squad, okay. and I think now we're the fucking justice warriors. <laughs> I do like fucking justice warriors. <laughs> but you can call us the hammer. Wait. The, the hammer wait, wait. Oh. squad. What? The hammer. All right, you don't get to make decisions for all of us. The hammer bros. Well, that I pointed me and Daxton. That sounds like an intellectual property landmine. <laughs> <laughs> like I just said he was going to, like, fuck with us, right? Potentially. So can you maybe tell him to not? Oh, he's not going to listen to me. We hate each other. Well, 
Like, we... You at least are, like, also a shiny interdimensional being. Maybe you have a better chance. Sure, but we only have power in this place. We don't have power in the worlds I send you to other than pulling you in and out. We've talked about this. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's then why I'm don't we so go fight him so in another world? But, I mean, he would just... You wouldn't be able to hurt him as much as you can't hurt me in other worlds. Uh. <laughs> Okay. All right, well. Hey, so what are we doing? Well, um, I've actually I've got a fairly important, um, just a little task, just a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a little bit of an errand, if you will. Um, what first, did you wang up? I didn't, well, there's so many things. Um, <laughs> first, I actually sort of wanted to, um, I actually needed a moment with Nellis, if that's all right. I'm sure the rest of you have things to do while you're here before I send you out into the multiverse. Um, I'm going to go grab my hammer. Yeah. I'm sure you all have things to do here, unless you've forgotten your overarching character arcs and plots. I mean, there's the pile of magazines that I love to flip through. Sure. (laughs) I'm going to go to the bar. All right. To drink, because that's what I do. Oh, please don't get drunk before another adventure. Okay, I won't, but I'm still going to the bar. All right. Yeah, I should probably go have a conversation. Do you remember her name? <laughs> Who are you having a conversation with, Liv? A fancy uh, lady from here. We've been doing this for so long. Yep, all right. <laughs> um, great, I'm not going to remind you. I'm just going to let you have that horrible conversation. <laughs> uh, great, so I'm just really quick to set everyone out of the room for a second. Um, we're going to start with Kathy. Um, so, uh, so, V sort of gestures for you to come with him and points to a door that hadn't necessarily been there but this is sort of a shifting sort of place he says walk with me walk, walk, walk with me um, I, I understand you've been sort of tapping into that power I gave you a little bit a little bit more how's that going? Uh, I mean it's going okay but it's still really hard to control interesting um, what have you found anything more that sort of triggers it or sets it off? I mean like we sort of talked about it seems like anytime I might suddenly be in some kind of mortal danger. It flips me into this parallel space. Oh, it sort of jumps you into another another place. Well, it looks like the same place, but okay. I'm just sort of in this gray shadow version. It sounds to me like you're sort of shifted one sort of plane over into a different sort of plane of existence in the same sort of... Uh, physical location. Does but, that... Yeah, but I seem to be able to affect things. How do you in mean? The, well, like I can fire my weapon and strike targets. Now, when you fired your weapon, did you did you fire your weapon from that other plane or did you shift back into the original plane first? It sort of happened simultaneously, it seems like. It was... But so I just, is that how I control it? Or do I have to try to start to act on? So like I said before, I don't know how this is going to sort of manifest in you. From what you're describing to me, it sounds sort of like you have access to a blinking spell, um, which is interesting because I don't really imagine you've ever cast spells before. I sure haven't. It seems like, you. well, what a blink spell will allow you to do is sort of shift yourself one plane over and sort of become impervious to damage or attacks, at least from some some things. And then uh, at the at your discretion, you should be able to jump back into your original plane. And um, if you are able to maintain the spell, sh- uh, shift back at the end of that, which seems fairly useful, especially, especially as a thief and sort of a, a sneaky sneak. 
So do I have to put myself in danger just well, I guess to that's make the, it work? That's, that's the question now, isn't it? Couldn't you can you tell me about sort of what what specifically caused that um that spell effect the first time? I fell. You fell down, you said some stairs, right? Yeah. And how about the second time? I was being thrown. Hmm. So I have to fly through the air in some way. I, I can't imagine that's to flying through the air. I guess what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you to focus in on what it is that sort of, again, sort of set that off. Could you make me a dexter, sorry, a charisma roll? 14. 14? Yeah, okay. Um, I'll say V sort of leads you through, so you sort of get to a room. A room that's sort of, it's yeah. almost you know, sort of like, a, like the X-Men danger room type situation where it's uh-huh. big and it's round and you imagine you could do attacks and spells and things in here without really damaging anything else in the space. And he's just going to kind of work with you through just sort of smaller spells and smaller attacks and things that you don't think you'd take actual damage, but you are getting hit with like a force blast or like a, uh, you know, a, a firebolt or things that... And if you do get hurt, you sort of he will sort of wave his his hand and heal you. Um, but on a fourteen, you can sort of tap into your sort of intrinsic. Um, it's it's weird because you don't really know what it means in general to tap into sort of that your sort of your charisma because you're not used to that. Like you, you're a thief. You use dexterity. You use all these sort of these abilities, but you feel like there's something inside you that's almost sort of like radiant, and you can't see this. But as you sort of tap in, tap into this, your eyes sort of glow a little bit, and you find after a couple of tries, you are able to, you're able to turn this on. You're able to sort of activate this blinking spell. Um, and V explains, he says, you know, my, my power specifically comes from sort of um, projection, how you project or appear in the world, right? It's sort of, uh, as I've said, aesthetic is everything, right? <laughs> um if you're using my power, you're going to sort of tap into that same pool of energy. Um, and it seems like you're able to tr- try this one more time. And so you've done it You've done it three times so far. Um, and on the fourth time, you can't. It just doesn't work. And he nods and says, that's sort of what I thought. This is, you're not going to be able to do this an unlimited amount of times. You'll have to rest in between, in between using this. But I think the more you use this ability, um, the more comfortable you'll be using it, and the more sort of other abilities might manifest. Does that make sense? But I'll have no way of predicting that. Well, I don't know about the new things, but at least we've got a handle on this one, though, right? Yeah, thank you. Sure, of course. Do you have any other questions for me before I take you back to your team? I mean, is there some kind of side effect to all this? Like, I'm going into a different dimension is that so we're sort of in untested grounds right now i don't know the side effects on your person that my powers will have i think that i've taken out enough that you shouldn't be sort of your body shouldn't be overwhelmed you should be fine um know that that dimension is trod upon by sorcerers and wizards and warlocks people cast blinking spells it's a spell that people can cast it's not traditionally rogues so you're not anywhere new or dangerous necessarily. So th- there's nothing of, of danger in there. I mean, there's extra dimensional beings, but that's always the case, right? You should be fine as long as you sort of maintain practice. All right. Well, I guess that's that's all. Sure. Well, then catch you later there. 
buddy. Just going to let you dismount this conversation as awkwardly as you I'm, like. Listen, you know. I'm listening. Not good at words. No, I can tell. Bad hey, is that, a, is that a baby mimic? Yeah, this is this is Squigs. Oh. Can I ask why? Uh, well, we fought a mimic and then it had a baby and it printed on me and Lilith and oh. so it thinks that we're its moms. It's a whole thing. That's very cute. It is. It, it's kind of cute, right? It's, it's pretty kind cute. of adorable. Yeah. No, I like that. All right. Yeah. All right. So catch you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Um, so you finish sort of working with V. Um, well, what, do, what do you do now? I guess I will go check in with Nip. All right. Um, you get into the shop. Um, again, so Nip, you hear me say, now nah, we're closed. You can't, you can't come. You can't, oh, oh, hey, uh, Dallas. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, yeah, what's up? You, you ready for, you ready for some news? Yeah, uh, I was wondering if you'd heard back. I've heard back a little bit, and, uh, let me tell you, love that egg. They love that egg. That was They're a good egg, right? With the egg. It was a good, that's a, you're a good egg. Hey. Yeah. Um, they got a new one for you. This is a specific one, though, so it's going to be a little harder. Okay. They need you. And this, they sort of, they, they do puzzles like this, and that kind of sucks. But all I'm told is I need, I need you to get tree feathers, tree feathers from the wings of the Stormhawk. The Stormhawk? Tree feathers from the wings of the Stormhawk. Is that like a thing I'm supposed to know what it is? I don't think you know what it is now because I don't fucking know what it is. Three feathers from, from the, the wing of the storm. Of the storm. Oh, yeah, you might want to write that down. I sure might want um, to. I have to yep. possibly uh-huh. hand me that quill over there. Oh, this Nip. quill this quill right here. Thank you. Yeah, right, yeah, for sure. I appreciate three. Three feathers uh, from the wings of the stormhawk. Hmm. I don't know what that means, but I, I guess I think it'll make sense in whatever place V sends you to. Okay, good to know, good to know, thank you. Uh, so, that seems very specific, okay, I That's guess. That's the thing, but I mean, can I just tell you from experience, a specific ask means that if you're gonna accomplish it, I think you're in. All right, well, I mean. Because if you can get that and I can bring you there, literally when you get back, I can take you to the place. I can introduce you to the, to the place, which is sort of, well, sort of a big deal. Uh, okay, all right, I mean, it sounds cool. It sounds like there might be some some fun shit I could steal if I get in with these guys. Absolutely. So I guess I'll, I'll 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 see what I can do. Great. And uh, I got I got a shipment coming in in a little bit. Um, when y'all get back from this, I got some cool. I'm gonna have some cool stuff for you. All right. <clears throat> Great. Sounds good. I will see you see you soon. Man. All right. See you soon, Nellis. Hey, I'm Dash, and I'm Dash. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Lost in the Multiverse. We want to thank our sponsor, 20-Sided Store. Uh, that's the store that I get all of my cool D&D stuff to run this uh, show, and where you should get all of your cool D&D stuff to run games or shows or, you know, I don't care what you do with it. Uh, they are located in Williamsburg, New York. It's a very cool store. I highly recommend checking them out. You should also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash lost in the multiverse. Uh, we have some really cool patron rewards. You can be an NPC in the game. You can be someone that Daxon has to track down and kill. Uh, you could uh, have me come DM a session uh, for you over Skype or something. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah, that's what I got for you. We will uh, see what the heroes are up to, I guess. So, okay, bye. Okay, Daxton, you 
you've sort of you've headed out to that sort of that bar, that club scene. You enter the terrible music is playing yet again. Um, what do you do? Uh, I look around for Kane. Sure. Um, he's sitting in his normal seat. Um, and he sort of he, he catches it. You walk in. It's sort of a, again a big sort of warm smile, and he waves you over. Uh, yeah, I go over to him and say, "Hey, Daxton, my boy, how you how you doing? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? There's a there's I'm doing very well. There's sort of a, an exuberance to you that I haven't seen before. What's uh what's changed, my boy? Oh, uh, no, I'm just. I've been pretty well lately, you know. So that's that's good. <laughs> I that's guess. good. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Um, I have a pretty I have a pretty uh, a pretty good one for you this time, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got <clears throat> a bouncer that is uh, he's sort of a. <sighs> How to describe? It's hard because we used to work together. We actually used to sort of be friends until he took a sort of a turn um, into into dangerous and somewhat uh, dastardly behavior. Now I've heard that he might have found his way back to the lab. I don't know uh, if that's the case, but um, but I, regardless, there's a bounty on his head that I've been called to collect. And I figure since you've gone to this world already, maybe you could do it for me. Yeah, I could do that. This is a big one. This is going to be, uh, your cut of this will be 200 gold pieces, which is fairly substantial. Uh, his name is the Stormhawk. That's what they call him. That's his title. I ain't never actually learned his real name. He never told me. Um, he is very dangerous. He's a very dangerous man. He is a, he is a killer. Uh, you recognize him by his cloak and helmet, which sort of look like a uh, uh, a hawk's head and and feathers, uh, sort of with uh, with a with sort of the 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 etching of a storm across it. Mm. It's fairly on the nose. I know if his name is the Storm Hawk. He's sort of got he's a, a hawk that is a storm. Um, I don't know where he'll be in this world. I don't know how you'll you'll meet him, but just know that uh, regardless of what he says, regardless of where, where he what he's done or, or who he is trying to be right now, uh, he has hurt a lot of people, and so you know, take, taking him down, putting him down is the right thing to do, regardless. All right. This bounty is a little little tricky for me because, um, well, one of the things we have worked on, and he sort of. He pauses for a second and he looks down as if he's thinking about whether he wants to tell you this next part. What do you do? Uh, I sit down next to him and okay. I say, you don't have to tell me anymore if you don't want to, but any information would help me. Yeah, um... I mentioned I mentioned to you that uh, I've mentioned to you that uh, I lost a, a child who would have been about your age now. Um, my child was was taken from me by uh, by sort of a um, there's they ain't no word but tyrant for this sort of person. He's in charge of a small a small uh, world. He's sort of the leader of that world, and uh, he he and I sort of ran afoul. Now, um, the Stormhawk was one of the people who sort of 
sort of worked with that tyrant to um, to take away the things from me that I that I hold dear. And um, if I'm being completely real, a lot of the reason I sort of really focused in on this lifestyle and, and doing what I do was to prepare myself to one day uh, slay that tyrant. And I guess I only bring it up because if I'm being completely honest, part of the reason I've been looking for a partner in this is um, I would just hate to do that alone. And um, you don't have to give me an answer right now, but if we continue to work together, I thought maybe that's something, and I'll pay you, of course. That's something that maybe you might, just maybe you might want to help me with at some point. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely be open to that. Well, Daxon, I, I appreciate that very much. This moment is uh, interrupted by a man sort of storming in. And he's an elf, and he's tall, and he's sort of strapping broad shoulders. And you recognize him immediately as the person who sort of shoulder-checked you on the way out, um, on the way out of uh, the bar the last time. Um, and he sort of, he walks up to the table, and he doesn't sit down, he sort of stands in front of it, and he looks down at you, and he looks at, he looks at Kane, and, um, and he says, are you, are you, are you kidding me? I, I, I heard, I listened, I heard, I was, I was, I was supposed to help you, and now you, they're not even, they're not even real, and he just sort of, she sputters, and Kane says, now, now, Than, I told you we ain't working together, and I told you why. Nothing you do is, is going to change that. Um, and the two sort of, sort of lock eyes with each other. Uh, what do you do? Um, I stand up and I say, is this guy bothering you? Kane says, um, it's fine. There ain't no, ain't no fighting in this place. There's many magics that would stop that from happening. Um, Than, you, you, ain't, you ain't part of this. You understand that. And um, Than says, I, sh- I should be. I should be part of this. They're not, they're not strong enough to do what I could do. I, uh, oh, I, I get in front of him, like, you know, kind of uncomfortably uh-huh. close. Squared up, sure. Yeah. I say, hey, uh, I don't think anyone wants you here, so maybe you should leave. Than sort of, he nods. And he says, all right, well, uh, maybe I'll see you around. And he turns and he, he does walk away. He can't hear me, but I'm like, maybe you will. He can hear you. And he's like, no, I, no, I mean, I will. That's, that's what the threat, that's what the threat was. Well, good. Because you will. I, fine. And he, he storms out. Um, and Kane doesn't stand up. He's ran seated and he just he looks up at you and he says, um, No, I'm 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 sorry for that. I, I don't Don't worry about it. I uh, I ain't never doubted your strength, Dax. Uh well hey, if I'm not strong, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's just I suppose we both are. Um The Storm Raven uh Cloak and, and and helm, the sort of the raven, the raven symbol. That's that's what I need. That's what I need to present to the people who hired me for this to prove that he's uh he's gone. Um, so 
the 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 cloak? His cloak and his helm. It's all sort of connected. The helm comes off of the cloak. Oh, hmm. the cloak comes off of the helm. Any other any other questions you got for me before I send you off on this? I think that's. I think I'm good. Are you gonna be okay? I'll be all right. I'm. I've been. I've been in this for a long time. Okay. All right. Well, best of luck, Dax. Thanks. I'll. Um, I'll see you in a bit. Sounds good. Um, all right, Lilith. You. You sort of. You leave that room, and I imagine you walk towards the sort of the the lower keepers um, area of the extraplanar HQ. And as you walk in, you're greeted warmly. Um, by that very, very fancy elf that you, you remember so well. Yeah. And she walks up to says, oh, Lilith, thank, thank goodness I've been, ah, I just, I swear it's becoming like a little bit of an obsession solving this, this whole Haku thing. I, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I knew, I get that. Did uh, you, I, just, I, I, I know v, v sort of told me that you, you had gone back to your homeland. Were you able to look into... Any of those, those, uh, any of Haku's siblings? Were you able to do that? Unfortunately, we were kind of busy uh, you were beating. Too busy. Yeah, there really wasn't. Did you time forget? or space enough for me to really go explore? Sort of, sort of sounds like you forgot. No, I for sure didn't forget. I mean, it, it's all I can think about too. Believe me. Uh, all right. Um, well, there's good news. There's, there's definitely good news. Um, I've had trouble, I, in, in my own time, I've had trouble, well, I tried to reach out to them on my, my own, just I'm sort of through my communication means. Uh-huh. I'm usually pretty good at that, but I I can't, the power, it's too much power, too much power is required to reach out to them wherever they are. I don't know where they are, I can't tell, but I, I can sort of sense them vaguely. Okay. There's a device here, and she hands you, and it looks sort of like a horn. It looks like a little horn. Okay. And she says, this device is sort of, so it's it's source magic, Lilith. It's made uh, e- eons and eons ago. It is, it is, it's an ancient horn and it, it should at full power allow me to, allow me to contact at least the siblings of Haku. I can't, I can't find him himself, but I should be able to contact them. Yeah. Now, I can't power it. Lilith, I can't power it. The... Oh, shoot. No, of course, I know. It sounds <laughs> like I've got a thing for you to do on your next adventure. No, I... Continue. No, I just, what were you going to say? I, I had a power source. Oh, I'm sure. That, that wouldn't have worked That either. wouldn't have... Okay. No, 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 no. This is... This is ancient magic. This is magic. And I asked V because I know that sometimes she can tap into the old strength from those glory days. Mm-hmm. But even the Majesty now can't power it. They're not... Well, they're not what they once were. So what kind of power am I looking for? Well, so that's the thing is the the world that V is sending you to is ancient. The world he's sending you to is sort of heavily featured in in those glory days. Okay. I don't know if you'll find anything there, but there's a chance that if you can find something powerful and ancient and old, that energy source, that was made by them before. It was made by them before the change and, well... You could power this potentially, and there's a chance, okay. and there's a chance, and we'll try. So just Absolutely. Be, on, be on the lookout for anything that sort of, anything that reminds you of that glory. Of that glory. Those yes, those from just that power, that sort of that ancient, that ancient power. Okay. 
Good. Yeah, I'll be sure to do that. I mean, and I, again, apologize. No, it's understandable. We were dealing with, like, magical, chompy bridges oh, and... Oh, dear. Yeah, it was... That sounds terrible. Yeah, it wasn't great. Well, I don't know if this is going to work, but I, I have to hope. Same. Any, I mean, any, I would like to know. As would I. Any other questions you have for me? <sighs> is there any specific form you think this... Power so this, this, this device will sort of, it can siphon from anything as long as you sort of, you will it. It's sort of, everything here is very intuitive, right? These, this oh, sure. is intuitive, so I would say just try. Um, nothing new is going to work, right? You need an ancient, ancient power source. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Um, anything else? Uh, not that I can think of. All right, well, I guess come, come back to me and update me when you're done. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll see you soon, Lily. See ya. Hey, just feel quick. You remember my name, right? That's come just a joke. Of course you do. Come on. I know. Lilith, you. All yeah. right. Well, I'll, I'll be seeing you then. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, Thrak. Yes. I imagine you... Uh, I go to talk. All right. You enter Talk's workshop, and Talk is like, oh, hey, uh, <laughs> Thrak, Thrak, go, old buddy, old pal. Uh, we still haven't had that hang. Still waiting. Yeah, you want it, whatever, you, whatever you want, bro. I just kind of feel like every time you just kind of you pop in, you pop out, and uh, you know, I just. Do you want to? Do you want to hang after this adventure? Oh yeah, that could be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, come by, come by the fighting pits. I'll oh. get you a front row seat oh, to all the gore. I would love that. I love gore. Oh, me too. That's, that's that was pretty good. The dwarf after my own heart. <sighs> Listen, bud, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about a couple of things. Well, first of all, here's your hammer, and he hands it to you, and it's sort of. As he hands it to you, it's almost like he almost looks like his hands are shaking, and as he gives it to you, you feel like it is just fist pulsing with energy. It's he's like, um, here's my whole. I, I just smell it and go, mm, holy fuck, yeah, holy fuck indeed. Um, that's sort of what I wanted to get at. There's a there's a lot in here right now, but there's you. I mean, I'll keep adding stuff to this, but uh, you know, this might this might do some crazy shit when you when you start using it. Listen, um, this Sparky Boy is a hammer of mass destruction, my friend. Yeah, yeah, that is it is that. I sort of figured out a little bit more what it can do based on taking it apart and putting it together. So it looks like it looks like some of the magic that you added before, um, some of it just makes this thing stronger. That's what it makes I it like stronger. I like that. But um, it's going to sort of bend reality around you a little bit. And uh, I mean, you don't strike me as the kind of guy who gives a shit what people think of you. But that's good because... I just kind of want people to think I'm terrifying. Yeah, well, that's going to happen with this. Um, this is going to give people sort of a bad opinion of you, bud, but it's sort of a dangerous way. But like, a, but in like a... You know, there's a quote that I like. Yes. Uh, it is, it is better to be feared than loved. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. The other My thing, father told me that as I was killing him. <laughs> Well, I, I repeat mean, that to myself whenever I think fondly of doing that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. Um, well, so the other thing that this does, and I don't know when this is going to key off because it seems very specific, but it seems like maybe before some important, I sort of felt like it was an important thing, before an important fight, um, it might just prompt you to, to say a few words that could affect the fight in some way, I think. You mean like cut a promo? Cause yeah. I'm good at that. That's sort of that's sort of the feeling that I got. Oh, I'm gonna oh I'm gonna do a real good job. Now here's the thing though. Here's the thing though, bud. You're coming out of two energy sources. You're coming. There's sort of there's evil in here and there's good in here. They ain't getting along 
too well inside of this hammer. So I, I sort of don't know exactly exactly what that looks like. I had, I had a quick question, though, because I've been thinking about that helmet of yours. Yeah, helm. Helm, yeah. Um, has that done anything in a while? No, I, I don't know if he can talk to me everywhere. I think it's just some places. That's interesting. Um, because that should be talking to you all the time. Um, just, and I, it's because it's a cool helmet, but I might just, uh, next chance you get, maybe just check in with it. Because if I'm telling you, and I don't want to, you know, I sort of, I can't talk about some of this stuff just because of the rules, but, uh. Um, the rules? You, uh, that ain't the kind of thing you want to piss off. Let's just say that. What are the rules? I, I, if I could tell you the rules. The rules of what? Just sort of the rules of, of the way things are. Can we talk about the rules and we get drunk later? Well, I can't get drunk. I'm a spectral being. Do we talk about the rules when we get high? Oh, hell yeah. 420 place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I can... Let me think about what I can tell you, and I'll sort of figure out what I, what I can tell you. Nah, all right. All right. Um, yeah, well, as always, you find anything cool when you're out and about. I'm going to stick it in that hammer. Oh, jeez. I'm a little worried about that. But Look, I, I can't remember a lot of things. Sure. So... The, the fewer things I have to remember, the better. That makes sense. I just, you know, some, well, I guess just tell me how the sample works, because I'm a little worried about it even as is. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. All right. Well, cool, I guess. Bye. Catch see you later. See you later, bud. Bro. Bro, dog. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, coming off of your in- individual sort of encounters here at the Extra Planner HQ, you return to um, the sort of the place where you showed up, that sort of holding room area, and V is waiting for you, and he just says, all all right, well, um, so the reason I called you here, it's not like a super big deal at all. You know sometimes, like, you leave home and you're out for a while, and you realized, oh, I've left the oven on, or the refrigerator door open, or like a global cataclysmic device just, you know, running. You forgot to turn it off. Whoops. Um, anyway, I've sort of done that. And it's just sort of running, and oh, I Oh, like the cataclysmic device. Or like the oven or the fridge, you know, whichever would one. Would you like you, to let us know which one? However you want to think about it. It's sort of all three, but it's also <laughs> mainly the cataclysmic device. It's just sort of running. It's not a big deal. It's, Where's it going? Oh, nice. Uh, got you. So, right. So can you turn it off? Ooh, the thing is I can. <laughs> of course not. Well, as I've told you, that's the rules, right? I can't really affect things outside of this place. Unless you're <clears throat> destroying it. How did you do it before? That was, that was in the past. All right. Well, okay. I guess... What Listen, do we have to things, do? What a lot do we... of things happened in the glory days, and we're sort of we're past that now. Um, we're sort of living more majestically, and we can't really affect things the way that we once could. That's probably for the best. I actually <laughs> sort of agree with you. There. It seems like it. Yeah. So you know, just sort of you know, uh, go to this place. You'll have to find the device. You'll turn it off. Um, luckily, uh, as far as I can tell, um, the denizens of this world sort of, um, they know it's out there somewhere. They could probably help you find it. It is, it is ancient and powerful, so 
you know, maybe some sort of law keeper or an expert on history or something could could help you. I don't know. I don't really pay that much attention. But whenever you get that, just probably just ask around, probably. Well, we're great at that. No, you're very bad at it. I didn't think that you would. That's why I instructed you to do so. I can't imagine what you would and get Thrack up to. And usually just grabs somebody and says, hey. Yeah, that's sort of his thing. Well, huh? the thing is, I wasn't listening to any of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll catch it on the way. Oh, delightful. Um, yeah, I guess any, any, any questions for, for me before How you... do we turn it off? Oh, that should be pretty easy. And if you can't find an off switch, you know, just destroy it or something. Okay, oh, so we're gonna... Oh, destroy the cataclysmic advice, device. Sort of struggled with that one, huh? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna, there's a thing and we destroy, we beat the thing up real Turn good. it off or destroy it. Or if we destroy, destroy it, will that explode everything? I'm gonna but destroy it. Probably not, I don't know. I hope not. If it does, I'll have to find a new team. That would be a bummer, but I'm definitely destroying All it. Right, well, I, you know, live your truth. Oh my god. So you okay. don't know how to turn it off, or...? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Great. Is there anything neat there that you... That, what? I don't know. Like, you would, you've been there. We haven't. Is this a neat oh, treasure? No, I mean, there's always neat treasure. Uh, Any good restaurants? Probably. I don't really... Do you not it's eat? It's been thousands of years. <laughs> You don't eat. <laughs> I eat. I consume energy, Thrag. Gas eyes do I through <laughs> through dead flesh. <laughs> right. Well, this is all very important. I do so have a I medical say. degree. <laughs> really? I was pre-med. I dropped out to fight. I'm kidding. I, I was raised in a pit. Wow. We almost added a lot of things to canon accidentally, didn't we? No, that was I was a jest. Just a goof. I'm, I'm new at jokes, and Just I'm learning sort of. from Nellis, so I'm still not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I can leave anytime if you want. Right. I mean, I can send you somewhere, but... Yeah, let's go. All right, any other questions for me before you? Uh, what kind of energy do you, do you like Thai? I like Thai. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, well, just, just hope you like Final Fantasy VIII. Bye. <laughs> he sends you off. Uh, again, there's a very familiar sort of the, the hallway of colors and lights. And um, you all come out of it just falling. Just falling. Oh, I'm falling. slow falling. Just falling. I'm slow falling. Yeah, I mean, you're I'm falling else is, so slowly. Everyone else is falling faster than you, but you're just fucking falling through the sky. Uh, you don't know which way is up. On both what sort of seems like what could be an up or a down, there's, you just see sort of like a storm. There's like a storm with lightning uh, at the top, a storm with lightning at the bottom, and you're just fucking falling. What do you do? Hey, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Book 3 of Lost in the Multiverse. Uh, I'm so excited about where this book goes, and I just, I, I'm so excited for you all to uh, get there. If you haven't already, leave us a rating and a review on uh, iTunes Podcast app or Google Play or wherever you're listening to the show. And uh, recommend us to your friends if you if you have someone who you think might like this show. Even if they don't like D&D, uh, your word of mouth means so much to us. Um, if you want to talk about the show or tweet at us, tweet at us at LITMcast. Uh, or you could use the hashtag LITMcast. We've got some cool stuff coming up. We're going to start doing some giveaways and contests, and I'm just so excited um, that you're listening. So thanks for sticking around, and uh, yeah, we will see you in a little bit.